and we are live here at Novak HQ and we're going to be talking about businesses that thrive during COVID. I'm here with Jessica Patterson. Stay tuned guys, let's make this happen. Monday. Happy Monday evening, everybody. It's Nathan Array here. This is Jessica Patterson. Hi. Novak HQ on a Monday evening. We're going to be talking about businesses that thrived during COVID. It's been a little while. It's been two public holidays in a row. I know. Yeah. I feel like, and as we were like talking before we jumped on, it's like, who's done what? Where are I we know. at? What are Ages. we Ages. Yeah. <laughs> So I think before we dive deep into this um, this topic we thought about today, um, you and I have now established a good, yeah, healthy work relationship. Jess and I didn't know each other when uh, she worked here originally. We were uh, in different departments. Different departments, different pods. You'd say I yeah. it was it was more of that high and by kind of a friendship yeah. <laughs> until one day I think we realised that we both can speak. Spanish to some degree. I don't. I speak Spanglish now. Spang Spanglish. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. probably starting to speak Spanglish too. Yeah. But you know, it's great that you know, despite that we work in different departments, we can kind of mold together um, and give our different views and opinions over both the commercial and the re uh, residential sector. So tonight's topic is us exploring uh, the businesses that thrive during COVID, uh, mm -hmm. the businesses that are now continue to thrive in 2022, and what the future brings in that angle as far as commercial. Concerned. We thought it would be a good topic. I, um, although I worked in residential property management and now in residential sales, I did work for, I worked for McDonald's, um, their head office, which obviously is commercial property, like conglomerate. Yeah. Um, so we thought it would be good to do something in commercial property. Um, and yeah, so that's why today we're going to talk about businesses that thrive during COVID. Um, and we've got some fun facts, different things to talk about. Beautiful, beautiful. So we look at number one. So Office property operators seem to have been something that um, did quite well, interestingly yeah, enough. Yeah, really strange. So um, IBIS did a report about the top 10 industries during COVID that were still the top 10 industries. Um, so number, what is it? One, two, three. Number six was office property. Um, and that was followed by seven residential, residential and eight retail, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, that yeah. is that that yeah, especially with retail being kind of more in the yeah. the bottom. I mean, look, it, it was understandable, I think, with uh, with retail to some degree. I mean, you know, with a lot of businesses, these big booming businesses that probably took up a lot of real estate to then um, minimize their space or have to close down shop, who probably didn't forecast and like you would have anyway, like what to do if uh, you were going to go through a global pandemic. Or what, what angle could the business go in in order to sustain or to grow? Yeah. I think a lot of businesses uh, forecasted this quite well and were able to utilise more of the, the delivery concept if we're talking about food operators mm -hmm. um, or businesses that thrived on online business per se and didn't need that strong front retail presence. I think it's definitely something that that uh, helped those other businesses kind of boom, really. Um, I think also, yeah, sorry, um, with that, I think also to consider is with a lot of the retail or um, other businesses that aren't off, Offices. One of the things is that they have to pay a lot for fit out construction, and during COVID, construction was much harder. So I know we found out at the McDonald's that was happening a lot. Mm -hmm. um, building new stores, it wasn't that we didn't 
they didn't want to or there wasn't the demand. It was that they physically couldn't. Yeah. 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 And when it, when it came to social distancing and everything like that, and when it came to people actually getting sick, getting a hold of contractors for a set amount of time was, yeah, it was, it was starting to become a really difficult thing. But it's quite interesting when you're looking at how um, offices – the flexibility that it came from one being able to work from home and then being able to work in a let's say not even a bigger office space but more of a compacted one that utilized resources much more efficiently um like a lot of zoom calls and things yeah. like that that's pretty pretty interesting to, uh, to have a look at or co-work 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 spaces were really big and i think they continue to stay relatively strong yeah. um in this current market even you know the fact that we're based out on northern beaches you know a lot of the co-working spaces that we have here follow that same kind of a um the buzz like from the city um that we works attraction which is really interesting so but yeah. it makes sense because like if you have if you have children there's people at home doing schoolwork, thousand things going on of course you're going to want to go to an office environment like now that everything's opened up majority of people still want to go into the office at least a couple of days a week. Yeah. So regardless of if work from home, most companies are doing it, they still need to have an office space or somewhere that people can go. So those we, what are they? We work. What's all in Brookvale, I think was an interesting site that we would have explored at a couple of months ago. Um, and it's just being able to maximize space to such a degree, but also adding that element of, um, you know, it's, it's something being really aesthetically pleasing, yeah. I think as well. But I think we, with these sort of spaces, why they boom so much still now, back, now that we're in 2022, is I think a lot of us took for granted what it was like to actually go to a workplace and to have that communication or that constant yeah. communication with people because that is what we were starting to lack is that face-to-face -face interaction. Um, so that booming now more so the, on, on the curve or at the end of COVID, um, it's it's great to see and it's a real sure. positive, I think. Yeah, definitely. So we had some as well, we did some research on um, just kind of business ideas or business models that thrived during COVID. The most obvious one um, is Zoom, yeah. clearly. Well, I found a fact that in, so in January, 2020, um, Zoom had 56,000 downloads a month, that month. A month. Um, in March, when the pandemic started, it was 2.13 million downloads. So. <laughs> Whoever, the, Zoom was, was thriving, absolutely, absolutely thriving. <laughs> I think if it wasn't Zoom thriving, it was Netflix. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, or not even. And then you look at now, and Netflix is going through a little bit more of a decline because um, there's just so many more platforms mm -hmm. to view things from. Um, another angle, again, thriving businesses doing incredibly well, even up until now. Um, Netflix is interesting yeah. too, actually, because, you know, they started as, it was video easy, I think video easy or one of those well, or like blockbuster. yeah one of them i think it was blockbuster and um netflix came to them with the idea of like doing home delivery yeah dvds and they said no that's a terrible idea wow and then now home delivery dvds obviously they've got next level because dvds isn't a thing and they're still going strong so i think that business foresight of going oh actually think of something a bit different and you know something like a pandemic hits and you do amazing but um still thinking ahead i think novak that's why we stayed strong was because everyone's so used to doing things a bit different like filming ourselves walking around in a property for most people isn't the norm but for us it was so it wasn't like it was a huge jump 
when the pandemic started. No, oh, absolutely. And it, look, it's, it's, it's funny because some might find it quite difficult to actually get in front of a camera and to relay information. I mean, look at us standing here in the evening, Monday evening, and we're, we're blurting out information. But when you find the purpose behind why you're actually doing that, yeah. that's what then makes the business successful. And that's why it continues to boom. It's 2022. I mean, if you're not holding a phone and you got it in front of your face, you're doing something with it. Yeah. You're probably don't not using your phone properly anymore. Regardless so. of the industry. Like yeah, it just say you run a gym. You should be doing social media of the gym. Yeah. Or if you have a restaurant, you should be posting that everywhere. Like I think people that weren't doing that before are the people that got caught out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now I think um leading on and moving forward for what we've been discussing, um, businesses I think that we had uh, direct impact with during COVID and transitioning now into a real strong 2022. I mean, we're about, I can't believe we're the what, crazy. Four, was it four? Five. Five, five months in. Yeah. My God, I'm, I'm, I think my brain's back in March. I know, same. <laughs> but businesses that um, did incredibly well and transitioning now is, and I'll start with number one um, food, food industries. That, and it didn't even need to be the big guns, but it's definitely food based um, delivery. Yeah they definitely wanted to be utilizing uber drivers uh deliveroo goodness me if if your food options or your food items didn't have that available then it yeah. probably wasn't going to win but that was a win-win for a lot of food outlets um and drive through drive through i think as well even though delivery has trumped drive through a lot like in recent times still think during lockdown you were allowed to go to drive through so everyone was going for a drive-through because it was your your excursion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think another business now that's done incredibly well um, post COVID, leading twenty twenty two, is gyms. Um, I think now uh, people became a lot more health conscious um, during the the pandemic periods. Just those highs and those lows. I think you know being indoors and not being able to go so much as for a walk. Yeah. You know, you didn't really think much about your gym membership anymore. It just rolled on and on on a fortnightly basis and it chewed your account. But now, so many people are just like, nah, got to get back into the gym. Yeah. Got to get my, my hands on, on some equipment or a personal trainer. A lot of people did end up buying their own equipment, I think, um, during those those. Or one of those at-home plans, like yeah. the Chris Hemsworth one. Oh, I've seen like that Businesses one. Yeah. like that did so well because people were exercising from home and gym memberships are expensive. Like, that's the main reason people don't do it yeah. so um when they have these options that were a lot cheaper you could do them from home you could be watching a baby while you could be exercising and a lot of these people did it like for instance that were branching off from a gym being closed and then utilizing uh, social media to attract their business they didn't need to be hiring out a big space or a venue for instance yeah. they could be doing this from home which was really neat but now that places are open again and they have that flexibility of having a space to to transform and to yeah. have more people in it's it's definitely adapted quite well um i love this one my favorite doggy daycare <laughs> and grooming like that's a so that's good a huge one so what happened during the pandemic everyone realized how lonely they were <laughs> and decided that they wanted to get a pet which so there's pros and cons. The pros, a lot of a lot of dogs' lives got saved because they would have been killed in like the pound. However, on the flip side, now there's all these people that have these pets that they can't look after. Yeah. Which does mean um if you're a dog doggy daycare, you're you're smashing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just such incredible market share I've I've noticed. I mean, look, I had someone that I've been working with 
quite closely um, in order to get them into an incredible property in Brookvale. And they said, you know, statistically speaking, there's about 100,000 dogs alone in the Northern Beaches. There's about three or four doggy daycare and groomers. So of all those four to five, which are booked out to the brim yeah. months in advance, you know, there's tons of market share available. So they thought, you know what, let's just take advantage let's um let's find a great site a big site they could accommodate for another good chunk about 20 percent worth of the northern beaches and see what they could do so fun one there to explore um another rule um i wouldn't say so much is is uh creative but what's creative is the mindset behind it um i worked uh really closely with a lot of barbershops, uh, barbershop operators. Um, a lot of them, you know, yeah, it was really rough times. I mean, it's great to see that I can get a bloody haircut now yeah. without any troubles. Um, but beforehand, for instance, barbershops, hairdressers were all closed. You almost had to do these sort of things in secret or on the ground. And a lot of those guys and women that were working in these, these, these big booming businesses were like, well, if I can't going down if I can't operate in one amongst all these people what if I just want a place for myself and I can pick and choose my times I can have that, that control yeah. and that power and I think that's what liberated a lot of those guys to say I'll work out on my own I don't have to worry anymore and that's work for a big dog that's gonna yeah, yeah yeah but now that what they've got to face is we're in 2022 five months in now that I can think clearly and it's like they got to start bursting the big guns yeah the big boys now it's the hard the hard times were you cutting yeah. your own hair I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. You the, the 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 back and the sides. Yeah. You know, you had to get an extra pair of hands for. I had to go snipping the sides. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely I had a real big slick. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, now it feels good. Mine. I was having at home haircuts. Um. But you, one you, of, you, are we doing all right? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> My partner was brave cutting my hair. <laughs> um, but with that as well, with people um, coming out with these small businesses because they are splitting from the big company, um, one of the other things we found was a lot of beautician or like um, beauty companies opened up. So whether that was eyelash techs, nail techs. And I think there's two reasons. I think it's partly because people want to be their own boss, but also because if you have more time at home, people picked these new hobbies and they had more time to learn a new skill. Yeah. Like I learned how to do acrylic nails, Unreal. which uh, and a lot of a lot of girls did, but the girls who didn't, they'd see my nails and they go, oh my God, it's a pandemic. How do you have long nails? And I think a lot of girls that started doing those things or learning how to do eyelashes, they thought this is a money maker. Like, and um yeah because they generally oh we're going a bit blurry there um yeah so i think it's great for them i also think they are going to have less competition although the big companies are coming back now i think they are going to have less competition because um a lot of the beauty like eyelashes or nails they're if you're a girl you would know they're very expensive but generally the independents do it a lot cheaper yeah so I think that will be the price difference. The price difference will help them retain clients, we hope. Yeah, and that's and that's so interesting that you brought that up. It's like, that's right. A lot of people in their spare time picked yeah. up new skills yeah. that they, you know, monetized really well. And I think if it went from learning a new skill, it was having that time to clearly identify a, a long-term goal that a lot of people had and the next one that i wanted to touch on was uh, again based on food but i had an incredible delicatessen open up in manly um during what was it had to be the absolute peak of COVID. you didn't see yeah. the, the the light at the end of the tunnel and i had someone that was guns blazing you know had had an idea had a concept i wanted to bring it to life and 
I, get, I guess one of the kicks I get out of on the weekends is when I drive through and see just how successful they're doing. And it's just the fact that they stuck to their guns and they knew what they wanted to do and food was it. Um, and just attracting. And it, it's too, it was a lot of people realizing that they didn't need to travel far to obviously get great food. It was embracing local business, the, the local corner shops, you know, the stuff that you probably walk by. And, well, and, it was both the sentiment of supporting yeah. local, but yeah. also the like necessity. You didn't really have a choice yeah. because people went, especially when they put the, you had an actual border that you weren't allowed out yeah, of. You, so you, people, it was like a little country that yeah. you created within your own little Exactly. Little so you learned to only go to those shops. So we've seen a lot of the local coffee shops, the local restaurants or local whatever have been thriving because people that would normally be working nine to five in the city are now going to get their 11 o'clock three o'clock coffee at the same coffee shop yeah 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 now what do we predict though for the rest of 2022 five months in we've got about seven months worth of predictions seeing where it'll all go from mm -hmm. here i mean what's what's your initial thought process on that um i think doggy daycares will pop up everywhere yep I think that local business are going to struggle again, primarily not because of the big competitors, but because of rent's going to increase mm -hmm. because um, we've seen two years of rents being on hold. Now, all of a sudden, there's going to be a higher rent. That's going to be the issue. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of my predictions for it. I've, I've got this interesting one where I think originally a lot of businesses, whether it be food or not food based, you know, always had this thing where they had a flagship store. There was a big puppet shop, you know, and then it just branched out to medium sized, smaller places. I think businesses now are this creative where they don't need to worry about a flagship store. They don't need the big store. Yeah. They almost have these like holes in the wall or something real small not even too far apart like just like less than a kilometer down the road you yeah. know but it's where the they can still hone in on their real strong customer base and just pocket areas and keep it growing keep it growing smaller pockets to grab and i think that's an incredibly smart concept because they don't need to then uh spend much on rent there's a lot of flexibility now with retail um retail properties you know landlords were, were, were being a little bit more relaxed when it came to uh providing incentives and you know driving people to come in they didn't want to have their assets sitting around empty for any longer so it's just drawing those people in and they've these people these real smart business owners have thought you know what let's maximize on that smaller places smaller places smaller places and let's just keep growing the business just like that that's my we were talking about yeah. that with um marrickville pork roll yeah. it's worth the drive if you haven't been there but they have it's seven dollars for a pork roll and they have two within 50 meters of each other and always wow. aligned even 50 meters so yeah. wow so yeah. it's just again it's 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 those smaller businesses smaller properties but just attracting grabbing a corner and then grabbing and like another making corner. your mark yeah for sure your mark it's incredible i and think we're out of time are we wow. yeah we could not shut up i know well it was an absolute pleasure it was having you We'll do, we'll do another one in like a month. Right? Yeah, we'll, yeah. Try, we'll try a month's time. We'll stop worrying. But guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yep. It was a pleasure and we'll catch you on the next Novak News. Bye. Bye, guys.